Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. Man, I've been waiting all day to hang out with you. Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik. Thank goodness. Debbie Lazaga is off today. Mike Spaulding is on roads. And Adam Roberts is producing the show this afternoon. Happy Friday. All right. All day I've been wanting to get to you guys because... President Mark Murphy of your Green Bay Packers decided to talk today, and he may have told us more, Greg Matzik, than we've learned in the last two weeks combined about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah, these are pretty strong comments from Packers President Mark Murphy, who strongly hints that Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay is over, something we've been speculating on for Well, really, since the end of the season, people thought it could be the end of the line for Rodgers, whether he retired, was traded, who knows. But here we are, March 10th, 2023, five days before the league year begins, and we've not really heard from the inside of Green Bay. We've heard from reporters, we've heard from sources who say this and that and the other thing, but now we're hearing from those on the inside. So here's Mark Murphy speaking on the statewide broadcast of the WIAA Girls State Basketball Championships, which are held at the Resch Center in Green Bay. A statewide broadcast. He went on TV and said this. We've heard reports that he has been talking with the Jets. Can you confirm that that the Jets have had permission to speak with Aaron Rodgers? Yes, we did give him permission, but I, I really can't get into the details. And just We're really hopeful that we can reach a resolution that works not only for Aaron, but for us. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the the Packers next season? Um, yeah, I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, uh, the way we would want them. Whoa. What? Did you get that? He, did he really say that? <laughs> I'm going to back that up. If things don't work out the way we want them, then Aaron could end up being the quarterback in Green Bay. Spoiler alert, it ain't wow. going to happen. I'll play it again. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> It just had not want to load for me. Everybody's very big moving off. Uh, we're gonna, yeah. Here we go. We've heard reports that he has been talking with the Jets. Can you confirm that that the Jets have had permission to speak with Aaron Rodgers? Yes, we did give him permission, but I, I really can't get into the details. And just we're really hopeful that we can reach a resolution that works not only for Aaron but for us. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out the uh, the way we would want him yeah we i mean he's obviously a great player and uh you know four-time mvp and uh but you know i think it's you know trying to find uh you know what what he wants and what we want and uh hopefully we can find a win-win situation it's incredible what he is saying here he is opening up on a statewide television broadcast of girls high school basketball (laughs) saying if things don't work out the way we would want them quote did he really okay you played it a second time did he just stammer and not finish a sentence? Did he say, if things don't work out the way we want him, is he saying we want him? Well, let's listen to some of his other comments, and maybe the additional comments will well, answer your question okay. here, Sandy, when asked if a trade request would be honored. If he requests a trade, will you honor it? Um, yeah, oh yeah, we would. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yep. oh yeah, in. he says, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, not hiding behind it. But he said, request a trade. Well, but you're really You'd trying honor... hard to parse these words. But, uh, Murphy what? is clearly out on Aaron Rodgers <laughs> okay, coming back. Okay, how, how about this? All right, so a separate TV interview with WBAY. So now he's doubling down. Very few players play for only one team. Uh, and, you know, obviously, Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career. Had! Had a great career. Had. 
Last here. Tense. Aaron had a great oh career my God, what? here. That means and lumped him done. in with Brett. And lumped him in with Brett. Hopefully that's the only time Aaron's ever had lumped in with Brett. a great career. I'll, I'll play it again. Very few players play for only one team. Uh, and, you know, obviously Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career here. And uh, regardless of what happens, you know, Aaron will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He'll be in our Hall of Fame. And we'll bring him back. He'll retire his number. And, uh, but this is just one of the things that you go through as a team. And, uh, you know, again, we want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, Aaron and us. So his comments are very intentional. In one interview, Mark Murphy, the Packers team president, clearly points out his resolution preference. In a separate interview, he doubles down using Roger's name in the past tense yes. when referencing his career as a Packer, a career that appears to be over. He knows these are being recorded, right? Because yes. he knows there were microphones there that were turned on? Uh, Mark Murphy's been known to... to Say a little more than he probably should at times, but this is intentional. He's on a statewide TV network. Anything, anything coming out of his mouth or Goody's mouth or Matt LaFleur's mouth is going to get picked up and blown across the country like wildfire, including this. I can hear Woody Johnson in New York humming and dancing right now. Humming? Ugh. He's excited. He's singing. It's Friday afternoon. He's, He's doing more than oh that. Oh, my God. So, this Sandy, what, what are we missing here? Because I feel like you're trying to find something that we're <laughs> <Right>. missing. <laughs> What are you hearing no, that we're the, not? So but that after you clear. played the three, yeah, the, that one, he, I heard past tense, <laughs> and I heard him reference him right along with Brett Favre. So that, no, I, I, but I did feel like in the first two, like, maybe there's some wiggle room. Maybe he was, you know, mm. maybe we misheard some things. But, no, that third quote... I, I guess I, this is I stunning. Think, I, I really think, and I don't use that word loosely. This is coming from the president of the franchise. Remarkable. Uh, as your Friday news dump continues, talk of a timeline made its way to Mark Murphy. I think we'd all, uh, both sides, and all we'd love to have it resolved by uh, start of free agency. Okay, and just in the coming March days 15th, here. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's in everybody's interest to resolve it uh, yeah. sooner rather than later. In a related story, the Packers have restructured the contract of David Bakhtiari. Yep. <laughs> so Tuesday is free ag- is the deadline they referenced, right? So, I, all right, there's a couple of days you have to pay attention to. Monday is when the NFL's legal tampering period begins, and I don't really understand it. It's just a weird oxymoron. The NFL league year and free agent period officially begins 3 o'clock on the 15th, so Wednesday. And that's when deals that you hear about can become official. So everything about Derek Carr and trades and this player released, none of that becomes official until the league year begins. All right, much more on this as we head through the afternoon. That's incredible. In a related report, Mark Murphy is a WIAA wrestling match right now and answering questions <laughs> about the future of Aaron Rodgers. My phone must be blowing up. This is insane. <laughs> This, 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 uh, wow. Okay. It's 515 at WTMJ. In case you missed it up next, and something very interesting that Vince Vetrano's doing in the coming days, we'll share that with you. Our WTMJ Cares initiative in support of Special Olympics is ramping up. You can join our team and take the polar plunge into Lake Michigan next week, uh, Saturday, actually. Support the nearly 10,000 athletes with intellectual disabilities across our state. They don't take the winter off in addition to basketball. Another indoor game, Special Olympics offers plenty of fun and competition in the snow. Here's WTMJ's Vince Vetrano. The start of a Special Olympics snowshoe race in Wausau this year for the state winter games. On the slopes, in the snow, athletes going for gold 
and so much more. My favorite part about snowboarding is I'm free. Um, free from my disability. Free from people judging me, telling me I can't do it. That's Dana Schultz, snowboarder from Nielsville, Wisconsin, and a longtime friend of mine. Special Olympics has taken her all over the world. Multiple World Games gold medals, a two-time X Games champion, and even a commentator for ESPN's coverage of Special Olympics. Here you are at the ESPYs. Yes, with Danny. The first lady. Yes, that was an amazing experience. I felt like a princess that day. Special Olympics is full of inspiring stories like these. President and CEO of Special Olympics Wisconsin, Chad Hirschner. Yeah, our youngest athlete is two. And our oldest athlete is 94. So we <laughs> yes. serve the whole continuum of ages. I think some people might think Special Olympics is just for kids, or is there a role for me and I'm in my 30s? Yes, there is. And that's something in any sports season worth cheering for. Vince Petrano, WTMJ News. And our WTMJ team will be taking the polar plunge on Milwaukee's lakefront to raise money for these amazing athletes. You can sign up to join our team, take the plunge, or stay warm and dry and support us with your generous donations. I love this cause. Let's help Vince get this done. Text the word CARES to 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talk and text line. CARES to 855-616-1620. We send you a link to our page with more information. He would. That's going to be such fun. Such a good cause. Yeah. Too. It's really, really good stuff. All right. Some stories you may not have heard about we try to bring to you on a Friday. We call this little segment. In case you missed it. All right. I'll go first. So I've often said in different contexts on the show that if a dog or a bear or a hyena is chasing you, <laughs> you don't have to be the fastest. You just don't want to be the slowest. The National Park Service has kind of similar advice on this. The National Park Service offering some sage advice for park visitors who encounter bears. This was on the National Park Service's official Twitter account. They believe that feeding another human to a bear is never the answer. This is what the National Park Service tweeted out. If you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. That's a real tweet from the National Park Service. A reply to the tweet asked what a park visitor should do if they are the slower friend. To which the MPS said, check in on the friendship before you head to the woods. And then they retweeted, if you ever come across a bear, never push a slower friend down. Even if you feel the friendship has run its course. The MPS then shared a link to its page of bear encounter advice, which includes hiking in groups, picking up small children, and letting them wander <laughs> off, and keeping food away from the animals. That's mine. But that's smart because you got to think cocaine bear brought a lot of people like wondering, oh, what would I do if I encountered a bear in the woods? So, First off, only timely. 17 people saw cocaine bear. <laughs> Me, Eric Bilstad, Vince Vetrano, Adam Roberts were and some of those. Others. Yes. And we really enjoyed And they were in the theater. We all had a good time. In case you missed it. Today right. is International Bagpipe Day. Oh, oh. yeah. If that was not on your calendar, add it for March 10th. You realize bagpipes can rock. This is the bagpipe rock band. That sounds awesome. ACDC has used bagpipes. They can be very lively. Uh, 
They were believed to be invented by the ancient Romans who brought them to Scotland 2,000 oh. years ago. But uh, you'll probably hear some bagpipe music uh, this weekend with the St. Patrick's Day Parade downtown. <laughs> uh, and you hear them at somber times as well. We heard the uh, for sure police pipe and drum band that you heard playing Officer Jerving's funeral last month. And uh, I think of Oh Danny Boy. Uh, and also in Friends, uh, do you remember this when Ross was going to play the bagpipes? He was going to play celebration for Ross and uh, for Ross for Monica and Chandler's wedding. <laughs> One, two, three, four. So uh, find some good bag poop music. Bag poop. Did <laughs> uh-huh. you just say bag poop? You know the song. <laughs> That's different. In case you missed it. While Sandy gets up off the floor, I'll tell you about this story. Volusia County, Florida. Oh, alligators are on the loose right now. They are aggressive. It is their time of year. Back just last week, officials from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said they received a call in Deltona after an alligator grabbed a guy's dog. Also, last week, a man in Daytona was bitten by an alligator when he opened his front door. Poof, he was just standing right there. Well, imagine the surprise on the face of the folks who live in Florida in Volusia County. Lynn Tosi got up from work. All right, let's head outside and get the barbecue fired up. Oh, wait a minute. There's an alligator in the pool. Oh, An 11-foot alligator had busted through the fence and was just swimming around the pool. <laughs> Tosi told folks in the media, yeah, he kind of busted right through just like the Kool-Aid man, you know? <laughs> now, I'll tell you this much. As soon as we reach the stage where reptiles breach property on their hind legs while shouting, Oh, yeah! (laughs) It will not be long before they take over the entire world. Oh, that's good. In case you missed it. Mike. John. What do you got? It turns out that money can buy happiness. A new study from the National Academy of Sciences shows that people are generally happier when they earn more, up to a point. According to the research, a person's joy levels out when their individual income hits about $75,000 per year. So if you're north of that $75,000 mark and you're dead inside, you will remain that way. (laughs) That research was done by Daniel Kahneman and Matthew Killingsworth. Surveyed about 33,000 adults between 18 and 65 to measure their happiness. They say their results are more accurate because the participants had to download an app that would randomly ping them throughout the day. The app aptly called track your happiness says that uh, it was most accurate because people weren't prepared for what they were going to be asked so it does turn out john it's better to cry in a ferrari than it is in a corolla <laughs> I, I just can't get past bag pooper <laughs> it stole the thunder it stole my thunder i'm very sorry sandy just got up off the floor he's walking back to your seat uh, my stomach in hurts in case you missed it wisconsin's afternoon news on wtmj So yesterday about this time, we're talking about the weather, and you know we were talking about the track and the amounts, and I heard several people say it was going to be a neutral snow. (laughs) Witness. I I don't know about you guys, that was not a neutral snow. That was like, aside from the sleet, the heaviest thing I've moved in years. (laughs) Brian Isnaski's with us. That was like shoveling concrete. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Uh, you know, typically we do not see that much accumulation when temperatures are above freezing. Um, and that's what we got. I mean, it was, it came down heavy enough that offset 
the warm temperatures. Much of the event, we were at like 35 degrees, and that, again, is what created that really heavy snow. But, but hey, guys, it was a good dumping across the area. Really the sweet spot of like the highest totals were you had to be just a little bit away from the lake at like maybe a mile. You didn't want to be right along the lakeshore, but then you didn't want to be too far from the lake, like far well inland west. Mm-hmm. If you were somewhere in between there, that's where we saw some really hefty totals, including uh, Milwaukee Mitchell, 10.7 inches. That was the wow. biggest snowfall so far this season. Oh my gosh, it was heavy. Uh, Sandy's in Oak Creek, and you I got saying, I can attest too. to some of that. Yeah, it was it was a hearty morning of uh, grinding yeah. it out, and uh, my uh, snowblower was in first gear the whole time because I had to go that slowly so I could get oh. down to scrape the pavement because it was just so wet at the bottom. I, I did it though. I, 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 you, good for you. <laughs> Magic has one wheel. Magic snowblower has one wheel working. Yeah, that was a rough oh one today. Dude, are we all? We are all in a big mess. Listen to my thing. So I come home and I I bought I I have a, a blower that's on my riding lawn tractor. Yeah. So I got a, normally a pretty good setup. I'm feeling pretty good about this. I'm actually really excited to go tackle it on. Well, I bought new wheels because the, there's been slow leaks on my tires. It's ah. an older tractor. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this will be easy. I'm gonna swap the wheels out. Well, one of them was stuck, and I know that this can happen when it rusts, and I'm taking a sledgehammer to it to bang it off. I end up messing up my tra- my, my transmission. Oh, so no! I'm shot. Yeah, so like oh. I completely broke the transaxle. Oh, no. Oh, so no. did you have to shovel? So I started shoveling, oh. and then I and then I put my tail between my legs, and I went to my neighbor and asked yeah. him for his snowblower. He's like, "You're the it? weather guy, right?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh <laughs> totally. my god, that's so funny! Uh, it oh. was a mess. Yeah, I had about up in Grafton, we had about ten inches of really wet, heavy stuff. It was brutal. That's yeah, for it's sure. it's brutal. And now we're not very excited, to be honest <laughs> with you, that it's going to snow again on Sunday. Like, oh. how, how much, Niz? I I. Okay, as of right now, I don't think we're going to get anywhere near what we just got. However, it's not going to be like a little teeny tiny snow either. Mm. I think starting Saturday night, um, if you have late plans Saturday night, keep up with the forecast. I think this could come in around nine ten o'clock and then continue through the night and then possibly on and off through the entire day on Sunday. Now, much of the event, we're going to be above freezing again. So even if we get three inches of snow, it's going to be a wet, heavy three inches of snow again. Right now, we're calling for one to three in Milwaukee, three to five inches north of Milwaukee. So okay. we got to watch this one. There is potential that this one could ramp up. Again, I don't think it'll ramp up to what we just saw because it's more of an Alberta Clipper-type system from the northwest. It just doesn't have the oomph that this one had. And Brian, are we in danger of getting another deep freeze after any of these snowfalls? Oh. I don't think so. Um, it will be pretty pretty chilly tonight. In fact, a lot of the slush is going to get pretty crusty tonight with lows in the 20s. Now, as we head into tomorrow, we're up to 36. Now, these numbers are below normal. We're supposed yeah. to be in the 40s. Um, we got 30s again Sunday, Monday 30s again, Tuesday 30s again. Wednesday next week is like the one spring day. We jump up to 48 on Wednesday. Um, All right, good. And then kind of back down into next weekend. <sighs> Man, I hate this, but I love you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate but it. But it seems yeah, like it's I, nice weather for tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day parade downtown. It is decent. You're going to be setting up, <laughs> sitting on snow piles. But, but at least but, it won't be snowing I mean, on us. That, From what I've seen, they're in good spirits. They're ready to roll. They're going to make do. Everything's going to yeah, be just fine. But yeah, tomorrow we'll do looks that. okay. Hey, yes, <laughs> have a good it's weekend, horrible. buddy. We'll catch up with you on Monday. You too. It All is right, we'll 544 WTMJ. Up next, the week in review and...
we got a fun idea for you for Oscar Sunday. What a week, huh? What a week, eh? What a week. Let's rap for a second. A key Wascom athlete laps the field. The boss takes over downtown Milwaukee. Another round of wet, heavy snow and more. It's the Week in Review brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. What we do here is go back, 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 back. From the WTMJ Breaking News Center, Muskego High School administrators apologizing, saying they are investigating allegations of racist behavior. Per our district policy, once the investigation is done, strict discipline will be handed down if the allegations are found to be true. 18-year-old Jordan Stoles became the youngest ever to win the 500-meter race at the World Single Distance Championships in the Netherlands over the weekend. Not only did he beat everybody, but he, his time was so flat, fast, it was kind of flirting with world records. <laughs> Y'all know what happened to me, getting smacked by Suge Smith. People like, did it hurt? It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ear. Face to fist. (laughs) That's well said. Or it's more fist to face, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Vince Petrano just smacked the shit out of me. A debate takes place today over a proposed hotel on Milwaukee's east side. It's the home of a gaming store called Mega Media Exchange. But if approved, it would bring a 130-room hotel to the area. Shortly after entering Mexico near the border city Matamoros, four unnamed Americans were assaulted by gunfire. Without being specific, he says two of the four are dead. guys. I said it was the greatest crowd, greatest hair crowd I've seen ever. I just am surprised at how many people have said, even Piet Levy, who's been to a million shows yes, himself, I read his have piece. said that, that this was the best concert they've ever seen. Unbelievable. I'm the president, but he's the boss. Getting to this point has been years in the making. Museum president and CEO Ellen Sensky spoke today about the Future Museum's time travel gallery. This is Rogers Watch 2023. Aaron and the Jets. Well, the Jets and and the Packers obliged. With permission, the Jets have a team of suitors on the ground in California meeting with Aaron Rodgers, according to ESPN's Rob Domofsky. I would not expect a quick answer from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you guys know this. He's pretty reflective. What? You don't say. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, uh, the way we would want them, yeah. All right, zip it. You, you can't even zip it. On this International Women's Day, county officials are commending trans humanity. Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley has personal connections with trans folks. When you think about Regina Maya Allen, Maya, I actually went to high school with and had the opportunity to learn and experience from her what it was like. Sled dog expert <laughs> Susan Kim is live with us <laughs> this morning. <laughs> no? Everyone around the state is really excited about the Iditarod. Open three. No good. No good, Marquette. Marquette has won the game. Posh Alexander missed the three. All you need to know. We were working uh, closely with Congress uh, on on uh, when it relates to TikTok. We're talking about a major piece of competitive and foreign policy legislation. Ultimately could lead, I would add, to banning uh, platforms like TikTok. With 100 million Americans daily on TikTok on an average of 90 minutes a day, this is an issue. WTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team alert. We are waking up to this heavy, wet snow this morning. We Energy is reporting that 103,000 customers are out of power this morning. The majority of them, nearly 90,000 of them in Milwaukee County. What a week, huh? What a week, eh? What a week. Shut it down!
That's the week interview brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. All right, one of the big, uh, the, the big award weekend really of the year is this weekend. It's the 95th Annual Academy Awards. They are on Sunday. And uh, we've Which got a way for you to play along with us. Yes, and since you won't be watching because your what grandfather yeah, is turning ninety five. Yeah, what an yep, amazing yep. coincidence! I'm going to try to sneak a peek, that. though. I'm going to try to check it out. And it's not the kind of thing you want to invest three and a half hours in. I mean, I it love films, and it goes long. Yeah. But uh, what we came up with at WTMJ.com to make it even more fun, or just fun at all, Oscar <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. So as you watch the show, there'll be the obvious ones where you'll see in memoriam, but you can cross off a square if Elvis wins an award or cocaine bear gets mentioned oh. <laughs> or someone mentions the slap. Someone's wearing a bow tie. Wisconsin is mentioned. They're just These are some, some fun, fun things on the yeah. squares that yeah. you guys created. What I like about this is that you, you don't have to have seen any of the movies that are up for nomination. True. Or any of the actors or actresses, right? You just to kind of play along, have some fun. You'll still be entertained. You'll still be entertained. So WTMJ.com, you can download the bingo cards, or you can just have them on your phone and play along that way. Perfect and then on Monday, you... we'll kind of talk through it. We'll yes. Kind of, we'll kind of pull out the cards and see what was mentioned, what got crossed off. And, of course, we'll recap how it uh, goes. And any surprises to... like last year. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be hard <laughs> to top last year for drama. That yeah. was unbelievable. It, I watched it in real time, that slap with, between Will Smith and Chris Rock, and then just being puzzled watching the reaction afterwards. And, you know, they always have the big camera yeah. shot from far away and trying to see who's commiserating with who. And, yeah, that was I was watching an event. a basketball game, I think. It's usually kind of tournament time. And I was on Twitter, and I saw everybody going crazy about, did that just really happen to Chris Rock at the Oscars? And I was like, what is going to By the time I flipped over, of course, it was done. Uh, but there was when I flipped over, which is almost right away, there was like a hush, and people were trying to. Uh, if you were watching it live, you must have been like, "What?" Yeah. Did you and, think it was real? Did well, you that's think just for it. a second it wasn't real because yeah, because you know they're friends and buddies and work in that circle, and yeah. and it's such a strange thing. I don't see people hit each other in real time, so I don't right. know what that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so like <laughs> if if John, if you whacked. Greg across the face. I don't know how does he reel back? Does it you know it was right, you wouldn't know what it looks like. And you like. can't really and we're so used to cartoons and video games yeah. and films hearing a sound. So you didn't really hear like a you know yeah. it was very, very unusual and very sad and unnecessary. For sure. Uh, go to WTMJ.com. You can check out the Wisconsin's afternoon news Oscar bingo card. Then we'll discuss it on Monday. Yeah, let's have some fun. Uh-huh. All right, time for our favorite thing of the week. I will go first. My favorite thing of the week is that it's Friday at 5.56, which means the stock markets are closed. Thank God, no more bleeding, no more carnage, no more devastation. Amen. Keep the markets closed. Can they just shut down all of the rest of March? That's it. <laughs> Good enough, Sandy. It was quite a week, uh, but there were some highlights, and one of them was I got to film two more episodes of the Arts Page hmm. at Milwaukee PBS. It's so much fun to be with the TV crew, and I get to work with one of my Dearest artist friends, Diane Yokes. So that was a highlight. Excellent. Greg. Teachers do so much for our children. So last night when we're at our kindergarten daughter's conference, we were talking to her teacher while Riley and Kendall were scurrying around, and they ran into Riley's teacher. And Kendall, my kindergartner, has a wiggly tooth. It's been wiggly for a while. Mm -hmm. And Riley's teacher yanked it out for her. <laughs> she pulled it right out of her mouth. <laughs> Mrs. Tarantino, can you pull out my tooth? <laughs> And she just goes and scrubs in like she's done it a hundred times, which we came to find out she has. She went and grabbed a paper towel and boop, doop, pulled Kendall's tooth oh. right out. Her first law, 
Law's tooth, and I can confirm the tooth fairy did come last night. Very Aww, nice. How lovely. Yes. That is. Mike. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike's still shoveling. Adam Roberts, what's your favorite thing of the week? I'll fill in the gap for uh, old Mike Spaulding here. So I love producing this show. And I hope you all know that. This is definitely something I enjoy doing. Uh-oh. But I also enjoy when I get to go out in the field. And I was very lucky and happy to get to do that twice this week, getting to talk more about the Milwaukee Public Museums and see their first of their sketches for the new exhibits coming in the new building. And then also yesterday getting to go to the top currently of the new Couture construction site and get to see what that's looking like now and what that will look like in the future. Getting out and about in our listening area. Awesome. Thank you. I thought he was going to quit. You know <laughs> well, I love this show. You know, I love it's fantastic. This. You know, it's been a great uh, six months. But <laughs> my favorite part is resigning live on the air. That would break my heart. <laughs> yeah, that would not be no, good. No, I would never do that to you. You wouldn't get out of the studio alive. It's 558 at WTMJ. Have a great weekend, everybody.